they're the ones who took the tips of your penises. I dig it. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that's like the chip at the top of your nachos. Nice. It's so fucking annoying when you'll be eating nachos and you'll get to the bottom or like the outskirts and you just have a tortilla chip with nothing. <laughs> you try to scoop shit up on it and mm-hmm. it's just to no avail. It just doesn't work good. Yeah. You know, there's other podcasts out there. That's them. They're like the the bottom chip with nothing on it. Uh, yeah. We're the superstars. We are. We've proven that. That's such an arrogant word. <laughs> Superstar. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but if the shoe fits, you know. Yeah. We, we've done this a year now, and, and look at us. Look at our heads growing. Look how uh, superstarish we are. Only a superstar podcast would do a blood fart like. Mm-hmm. I mean, only a superstar podcast could actually get away with something like that. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation, but more importantly, spending that good old quality father-son time together. Made it through that time. Jack, this is episode number 57. Dang. <laughs> you always say dang. What, you, what, am I supposed to have something new every time? Yes. Like how you have a new opening every time. Every time. I need to have something new to say Absolutely. every time. Absolutely. Here's what it should rhyme yeah. with whatever number I have. So you should know ahead of time if I say it's episode 57, you should be something like, yeah, and we're in podcast heaven. You know, something yeah. really cool like that. It's the number I'm dreading. Okay. <laughs> the episode I'm See, dreading. See, you can do that. That's my assignment to yeah. you. Next week is 58. You should be able to come up with something Let's like masturbate. masturbate. Yeah, I knew you were going to go there. Oh, good grief. That right. pussy felt great. Jeez. Well, <laughs> never mind. I don't really need you to do that. But that would be fun. Boom. How to get out of work 101. Mm-hmm. Let's uh let's plan on that. All right, well, everybody, you know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the movie mug and lobby. This is the time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're gonna be watching, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. Oh boy. Last week was the single most disappointing movie I've ever picked. Goodfellas? Yes. It hurt me for hours after <laughs> the podcast was over. It was so disappointing because I really thought it was just going to be the rebound movie of what you showed, yeah. and it was going to be a 100 from both of us, or, or, or way up there in the A status. I understand because when I picked us, I thought it was going to be 100 because everybody I'd ever even like that has existed on earth said that that was a really good movie. You'd never seen it though. I'd seen <sighs> this movie and it was right up there in but, my top 25. But um, same kind of deal. My hopes were very high mm-hmm. and then it was trash and it was the Halloween episode. Not as important as the year, but I guess I see. I think the biggest issue with this one is not that you didn't like it. It's that I didn't like it nearly as much. Yeah, It just hurts. Another thing, we, we've recently watched some movies that have had some people in it, like Steve Carell and Matt Damon, that played assholes. Mm-hmm. And we had a really hard time with that. It, we did. It's tough seeing people that are always nice and play those nice roles well to be a-holes. And it got me thinking, and I asked you, and I'm sure you've not done your homework, 
to name a couple actors or actresses that it would hurt your heart to see be a-holes. I wrote down two, and then maybe you could think of something in the meantime. Yeah, I'm trying. Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, no. If Tom Hanks was an a-hole in a movie, just a fucking dick, I, I don't know if I could get through it. That's, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. And the other one I wrote down was uh, Will Smith. I thought that'd be fucked up, too. Yeah, that would be pretty fucked he, up. Because he's so fun. But I think Tom Hanks would be my number one. That, especially now that he's done that one Red Sweater Guy movie. You mean Mr. Rogers? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, couldn't remember his name. Why would I remember his name? I grew up with Mr. Rogers, and... Everybody did. I always found it creepy as a kid. And it wasn't so much Mr. Rogers. It was the little puppets they had on there. We may lose some listeners. I don't like Muppets. I don't. I don't like that little sticks hold their hands and stuff like that. I just I just don't like them. And this one had it was just it was a hand puppet and it had a terrible voice. And it's one where you just you move your your finger and thumb and it moves their hands. Mm. No, it, it creeped me out. I was not a Mr. Rogers guy. I don't know that I've really seen any clips from Mr. Rogers. Probably not. I and mean, it's just like an old guy children's show mm-hmm. where he's just Really nice. He's well. He's just a nice guy. He's real soft spoken. Just a gentle human being. I wanted to watch cartoons, dude. You know, there was an urban <laughs> legend that he was like a marine sniper in real life or something like oh, that. First on. time I heard, it was like really, and then no. pretty quick I figured out, yeah, that's bullshit. He wears a red cardigan. He, well, it means he's a blood. <laughs> I think he wears different cardigans. If oh. I remember right, I've only ever seen him in the red, even in uh, the Tom Hanks version. Yeah, he's repping blood. Yeah, he's blooding. All right, you got anything else for the lobby? Do not. Shocker. All right, well, let's head on back to the podcast studios. What? I just thought of one. Oh. Steve Buscemi. I don't want him to be a bad guy. He was a bad guy in Fargo. He was a kidnapping murderer type guy. But he wasn't an asshole. It was, like, funny what he did. Like, he, it, he was, like, comical. He was still likable. He wasn't an asshole. He was, like, he wasn't an asshole. He was a villain, but... I mean, I still liked him in the movie. I agree. You can be a villain and still be likable. Mm-hmm. For I guess sure. what I'm saying is asshole. And yeah, I would agree. Steve Buscemi just being a fucking prick would, would be hard to watch. All right. Well, thanks for showing up. You're welcome. If you think of any other ones, <laughs> just uh, interrupt the show and let me know. Okay. All right. Well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is my turn again. Since I fucked up the one-year anniversary saying that it was Jack's, and then later on I did math and turns out it was mine, he agreed to give me the next three picks. So this is number two out of three, right? Mm, I remember it being two, not three. But I can roll back the tape. Well, you're just saying that because you know I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> if I did say three, then I guess sure. But if I didn't, then I mean, I guess, sure. So the really (laughs) sad thing about that is Jack legit does not listen to these episodes. Because I've been here firsthand. He lives it, so he feels like he doesn't have to see it. So let me ask you this. If you were ever somewhere and there was a TV camera there and they filmed you doing something, would you watch yourself on TV later? Uh, Sure. So what's the difference? You're like, I'm there. They were filming me. second. Versus forty minutes, and I I can't I can't do anything while I'm listening to a podcast. You can do 
anything listening to a podcast. And, you can and wash the dishes. And then I'm not going to fucking hear it. You can vacuum the floor. I'm, you, that's chores. <laughs> but you, you want me, the only <laughs> no. You could make sweet love to your lady. I have listening. to stare at a wall or stare at nothing that's and just ridiculous. listen, you, or else I can't hear it. You could go for a walk and listen to it. Fuck you. You could. You could listen to it on your way to work. Your excuses have holes in them. Maybe I just don't want to. I guess not. Fuck. How terrible is that? To have a co-host who doesn't even listen to his own podcast. Fuck you. I go through a lot of time making edits on this. And even more time trying to figure out what movie you're going to pick yeah, each Yeah, boy, week. I had a hard time this morning, too. So yeah. let's not get into those uh, Yeah, as soon waters. as we start turning on, turning on Vince, oh, no, let's go to the next segment. Well, oh. I just don't want to, you know... Bore the listeners with with you talking. <laughs> All right, um, you're getting it. I'm giving this so movie a three. Today was another hard day. Me coming up with a movie, Goodfellas and two. Partially the reason is because of Goodfellas. So, man, it was a nice dark, rainy morning, mm-hmm. and I thought, epic movie. It's perfect to show a long epic movie. Okay, and then. I started second-guessing myself, as I always do, and I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll watch something like lighthearted, or maybe I'll watch something I've never seen before that I've wanted to see. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is, what are your thoughts on... So you still haven't picked a movie? No, I... You've picked one for each category you just said. No, (laughs) I've only picked two possibilities. Oh, my gosh. One is an epic movie. By epic, I mean long and just one of those like, like Lord of the Rings, sort of, yeah. Okay, or what? Or a movie that I've never seen before that I thought looked uh, like it could be kind of cool. An epic movie versus something I've never seen that might suck but might be good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's hard. It's under three hours, but it's it's not one of those. It's going to feel like three hours because it's it's good. I guarantee you're going to like parts of it. I'm not real sure. Of the epic movie? Yeah. You're going to like most of it. Oh, I bet I know what that is. It's Gladiator, isn't it? You're going to like most of it. Or <laughs> I bet it's Gladiator. Or I've never seen that, and I know you love it. And I know Joaquin Phoenix is in it. Or we could go with a movie that I thought looked really, really interesting, and it's like nothing I'd ever seen before. Oh, fuck. It looked kind of cool. Well, my heart is telling me to go with the second one, but I really <laughs> just want to know if it was Gladiator. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Gladiator. Got to roll those dice. I don't know why, but I'm 100% certain it's Gladiator. Okay. Hey, you know what they call a Roman with a hair in his mouth? A Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> it took me a second to piece it together i watched you processing (laughs) yeah fuck i mean i guess with the one you haven't seen all right and i guess i'll find out later sometime i'm not telling you i I meant like one of the next episodes whenever you get to pick maybe there is no fucking way like if if i have like a number two right now it'll be number last it'll it'll disappear i've never even showed you the first movie i was planning on showing you on movie mugging did you know that (laughs) i did not (laughs) here we are at episode 57 and the very first movie i plan to show you yeah and and it's not even been close to coming again so kind of like me in my life right now just uh, wow what'd you tell me the other day you told me the the masturbating championship or whatever what was the highest number somebody so i didn't which, which i'm calling bullshit I mean, I didn't actually look it up. It was always like a 
a locker room urban legend at school. Mm-hmm. But oh, apparent- those can be trusted. They sometimes can be. All right. So some people know things like this. Apparently, a guy masturbated forty-four times. I think they said it was, and in a twenty-four hour period, one day, and had a heart attack and died. I guess I'll look that up. Uh, I think that's a good idea because you want to you want to know what the limit is. You don't want to fly too close to the sun. You have heart issues. I'm not Your talking about even, me. Even lower. I'm not talking about me. All right. This movie came out in 2019. Mm. It is rated PG-13. It is one hour and 48 minutes. It got a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.9 out of 10%. Well, I guess that's not percent (laughs) on IMDb, so exactly the same. 93% of Google users like this movie. All right. Again, I've not seen this, so I did not look up anything on the Mormon Mothers. So let's just get right into it. This movie is called Jojo Rabbit. Oh, this is the Hitler thing, right? Mm-hmm. The kid is, like, haunted by Hitler's ghost. I don't right? know. I, I oh. know it's got a kid. I know it's got Hitler. I know it's got Scarlett Johansson. That's pretty much all I know. And it looked like it was going to be funny-ish. So, you I know, think it's like a dark comedy. When you think of Hitler, you think laughs. Lots of, uh, lots of laughs, lots of yikes. fun, lots of funniness. So I'm sure it'll be no different in this one. All right, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2019's Jojo Rabbit. Indeed. That had a little bit of everything. It really did. Yeah, that that movie did live up to what I thought it would live up to, something like I'd never seen before. Yeah, it was very unique. Definitely unique. Um, A different take on a horrible situation in history, for sure. Yeah, so let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about a young man named Jojo. He's 10 years old, and he is <laughs> he joins the Hitler Youth, and he's totally into it. He's he's all Nazi all the time. Yeah. He has an imaginary friend, which happens to be Adolf Hitler. Mm-hmm. And then he finds out that his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in the house. Yeah. And he's very conflicted on what to do. He was raised in the Hitler Youth to think that Jews are just... Like subhuman vampire, like monster like creatures, demon, and so at bat first, bat wings and scales, yeah. and attracted to shiny objects. So at first, he, you know, he, he doesn't like her. He doesn't like her being in the house, but he's afraid if he turns her in, then he's going to be killed and his mother's going to be killed. And so, as you can imagine, they kind of get to liking each other. Mm-hmm. And I'll just leave it at that. Let me see what the internet has to say. Jojo is a lonely German boy who discovers that his single mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their attic. Aided only by his imaginary friend, Adolf Hitler, Jojo must confront his blind nationalism as World War II continues to rage on. Yeah. I don't even know where to start in this movie. I I think we'll just kind of start from the beginning of what went on and just kind of see where it goes from there. (laughs) Jojo, he's a quirky little guy. Yeah. And... He wants to so bad belong to this Hitler youth, but but he doesn't because he has a good heart. Mm-hmm. And the way he got his name is they they asked all the little kids, hey, you got to be ready to kill. Are you ready to kill? And since everybody else said yes, he said yes, and they give him a rabbit, and they tell him to kill the rabbit. And, and he doesn't. He can't. <laughs> he sets it down, and he's like, shoo, shoo, <laughs> and the rabbit just doesn't move, <laughs> so they kill it. But then he runs off, and they're they're yelling at him, calling him Jojo Rabbit, and making fun of him and stuff like that. And then Adolf Hitler. Hitler, Hitler was kind of nice. He's a father figure in this movie. He, believe it or not, 
yeah, in he, the beginning. He kind of gives him a pep talk and he goes back. But yeah, he, he basically tells him that rabbits are some of the most courageous animals mm-hmm. because they're like they go out every day to forage for carrots for their family and like anything could kill them, but they still go out and that rabbits can outwit any predator or opponent. And so there's like they made Hitler seem like a nice guy. But this was also imaginary friend Hitler, not actual Hitler. Mm-hmm. So, and he was kind of an asshole in some parts because Hitler. But there was there was like parts of it where you're like, oh, that was actually really nice. <laughs> the Hitler character was fantastic. He was I, he was funny. I loved the Hitler character. I really really did. He was great in this, and his character was just was just awesome. Yeah, he was like a father figure. And he did give great advice, and he was funny. He was. He was really he was funny. Weird. <laughs> like, there's one part where uh, JoJo walks back into his room, and hit, imaginary Hitler's laying in his bed under his covers. They're just talking, and then JoJo's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed." And imaginary. I'll just refer to him as Hitler because you never do see the real one. And Hitler's like, "Okay, yeah, that's fine." Gets out of his bed and says he was just warming it up for him. He was great. Um. JoJo's mother is played by Scarlett Johansson, and she is actually part of the secret underground rebellion mm-hmm. in Germany. And of course, JoJo has no idea. Mm-hmm. So you got this lady who's hiding a Jew, and she's working against the Nazis, and then her son is all in to the whole Nazi youth thing. Oh, yeah. Which, I guess for the mom, that made it seem like she was all into the... German nationalism by allowing her son to go that. So I think at the same time, it had to bother her that he was getting indoctrinated into that. But at the same time, it's a good cover. Yeah. Because anybody who's against Germany is not going to allow their kid Mm -hmm. to to go do something like that. Can you believe that that existed? It's ridiculous how stupid people are. The the Nazi Boy Scouts, basically. I mean, kids is one thing. Kids can be led to believe anything, practically. Sure. But the fact that, like, all the people who became Nazis, how? How do you believe that someone next to you, who they have the same skin tone even, it wasn't even, like, one of those things. They don't look any different from you. And they believe all these crazy things about them just because one guy said so? And, like, if one guy was trying to convince me and everyone I knew of one stupid, crazy thing, I'd tell him to fuck off and stop being an idiot. Well, Like, how do you convince people? So not not just to go down a history lesson rabbit trail. Uh, rabbit hole. So World War I, Germany was decimated, and Hitler rose up to power by giving hope and installing patriotism back in Germany and mm-hmm. basically make Germany great again <laughs> in a way. Which, uh, <laughs> and and the, the pickings were right for Hitler at the time. Now, obviously, there were a bunch of German people who were against it, but they were too afraid to say anything, even other countries. Oh, that sounds familiar as well. No more elaboration on that? Well, all right. Can, uh, can you... Min- <laughs> I fuck, we'll go there. Can you imagine the Trump youth? <laughs> God, I don't have to. They would definitely have the red hats. Oh, yeah. And they'd have shirts that was like, the impeachment was a hoax. Yep. And shit like that. Oh, uh, we're, we're losing listeners. I don't care. We're losing listeners. 
Fuck, I don't care either. Yeah. Guys, we're just going to have fun with this. You know yeah. what? I know this isn't a political fucking podcast. But we're not going really political. Now, what what we're doing is we're just doing a contrast and compare. So if we were doing this when, say, Obama was president or George Bush was president, we, we would do the same thing. We would say, well, what would Obama's youth look like? And, you know, it just so happens to be Donald Trump. Oh, and so, yeah. You know, let's just just compare and contrast. Yeah. You think you'd give them like uh, Donald Trump haircuts? Were they uh, just. Oh, I bet there'd be at least like two kids who had it. Here, guys, put this cotton candy on top of your hair. (laughs) Spray paint it. All right, repeat after me China. 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 And now the uh, like an entitled mom of one of the kids is going to be bringing them to their. Kung flu lessons. <laughs> Kung flu. Gosh. I can't believe that was actually said on TV. That's been said many times. By the president. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. Or even at all. Yeah, I guess. I think he would tell oh. the kids that there's nothing worse than a Democrat. They hang upside down when they sleep. They grow fangs. They're the ones who took the tips of your penises. In my opinion, nobody is charismatic enough to convince a whole country of something. They have to be stupid or something. I think, there is no way. Look, back then it was probably easier because you didn't have the internet. You just yeah. had what you were fed. Like in North no Korea. No fact-checking. North Korea, they don't have like the outside things to look at. They're yeah. fed the bullshit all day long. But and I don't know anything about World War One. Who destroyed Germany? We we were a big part in World War One to oh. destroying them. Then why weren't we the bad guys? Why did Jews take the fall for that? Probably because we Bullshit. weren't there. And because they couldn't they couldn't beat us. Well, it's just so. like, all right, so another little history <laughs> they lesson. They just choose someone they can beat. So I think it was George Bush. He talked about the axis of evil. Mm-hmm. One of them was North Korea. One of them was Iran. And one of them was Iraq. North Korea, nuclear capabilities. Iran, possibly nuclear capabilities. Iraq had been decimated for years and years and years from economic sanctions after the Gulf War. They were basically crippled economically. Mm-hmm. Military was basically none. So out of those three, who do you want to fight against? Well, in one way, well, Iraq, because they're yeah. the weakest, you'd beat them. Right. So and then in the other way, someone who can actually do shit to us. No. But then that's an actual fight. Well, that's fucking stupid. Like, if you have a chance to go up and fight somebody, and there's a big fucking guy, another big fucking guy, and a guy you know you can whip his ass. Well, what if I'm also a big fucking guy? I mean, America's no shrimp. You you fucking beat the guy that you know you can yes. beat if you're going to fight. Yeah, but so, if what they're so, not even a threat if they have nothing. So that's but so it's easy to blame somebody that you know you can kick their oh, ass. Oh, I see what you're and saying. And so that's what the Germans did. They're like, well... We got somebody right here that we can blame. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, can't, I don't fucking know about all of Hitler's ideology. And, and this podcast has taken a stupid turn into history and, and shit like that. Well, it had to. But it, it was somebody close. It was somebody they could blame shit on. And they were easy target. Yeah. Easy target. So a majority of this movie is Jojo coming to the realization that Jews aren't the monsters that the German leadership is making them out to be. And that it's the other way around, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he finally realizes that. There's a fucked up moment. So this movie is lighthearted. At first, it's just Jojo and Hitler just running. Best of friends. Yeah. We didn't really know what to expect. I knew they were friends, but I didn't know anything else. 
So I kind of thought the whole movie was just going to be this kid rising to power in Nazi Germany with imaginary Hitler being his, like, fuel. Look, I knew pretty early this kid's not cut out to be a Nazi. <laughs> it, it was obvious in a hurry. And so he was blonde and blue-eyed, but that's about it. I almost thought that they were just going to go on, like, adventures together or something mm-hmm. like that, and that would have been a fun movie. I'd, I definitely would watch that movie. But this movie took a a rough turn, man. It went from lighthearted with awful subject matter to his mom's found out and he finds her hanging. Yeah. He was following this butterfly and he like sat down where it kind of landed. And then when he flew away, he stood up and you see his mom's shoes hanging from the gallows. And you hope it's not her. I knew it was her. The, it showed her shoes so many times. Ah, yeah. It was foreshadowing. I can still hope it wasn't her, though. It, I mean, hoping against 100% odds is... But they had that mother-son relationship. They would dance and ride... That I was mean, such a good... Mom tied his shoes together one time, and mm-hmm. they, it was it was a beautiful relationship between those two. I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. Like, they didn't just have, like, a parental relationship. Like, they were goofing their goofballs with each other, too, like how she tied his shoes together and then was walking up these stairs at a bridge and was like, I'll come back for you later. Mm-hmm. Like, that was funny. Totally something a parent would do to terrorize their kid a little bit. There was a really intense moment when the Gustapo, the Gustapos came in, and it didn't really go where I thought it would. So JoJo had a sister who's, like, dead or something, and she looks pretty similar to the Jewish girl they're harboring. So basically the Gustapos go upstairs into the room where there's like a little door built into the wall that's camouflaged. And I figure she's in there and I figure they're going to get close to it and then they're going to hear a gunshot or something and run. Just something to get them to leave. Nope, she was just there and she played the sister. And thank God for uh, Sam Rockwell, man. He showed up. He's not a Gustapo, but he showed up. He's, a, he's like a German officer, though. Yeah, yeah, and he asked for her papers, and so she finds them, and... But it's his sister's papers. Yeah, yeah, and so she has to... He kind of asks her, how old were you in this picture? When were you born? And she said May 1st, uh, 1929, when it was 7th, mm-hmm. but he, he was a nice guy. He let it go. Yeah, and then later on, in the very end, once America had won... Uh, Sam Rockwell was like captured by America. They're gonna like it was go, the Russians or uh, the Russians. The headed towards a firing squad, and JoJo found him, and he was in a Nazi jacket. That's how he found him. Basically, the Russians grabbed him and threw him. I guess they're gonna shoot him too. Yep. So they shot any kids and everything. The Russians were ruthless because what the Germans had done to them in Russia. Understandable. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, they're just talking and. Uh, Sam Rockwell's like, your mother, she was an actual good person. And so he kind of shows his true colors. Because, I mean, he said that a person who harbored a Jewish person was an actual good person. So he was, like, actually good. I I feel like that's that he was just undercover, kind of, but not undercover. I I wonder how many German soldiers were just full-on crazy... Nazis, and mm-hmm. how many were like, dude, this sucks. I just got to play along with this and hope I get back home yeah. alive. I'd like to think that it's a majority, but I'm afraid it probably wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. But that was just really cool to see. And then, 
of course, Sam Rockwell rips the jacket off of JoJo and starts like pushing him. He's like, get out of here, Jew, like spitting on him in front of the Russian guys just so JoJo doesn't get killed Mm -hmm. because he's a good kid and he knows. There was one part in this where JoJo asked the girl, what are you going to do when this is all over? And she said, dance. Mm -hmm. This movie had the perfect ending. It did. He had told her that Germany won because he was so scared of losing her Mm -hmm. because his dad never came back. He had nothing anymore. He had nothing, no family or anything. So, I mean, of course he's scared. And so he's like, but I have a plan to help you escape. And so they walk outside, and like one of the first things she sees is some Americans in a buggy with a machine gun on the top with an American flag waving. She turns around and slaps him, and he's like, well, what do we do now? (laughs) And and they just start dancing. So awesome. And it was a slow, like... First was just kind of moving a little bit, and then they they got into it too. Mm-hmm. And you were you were saying, I hope they get into it, and then they they did. All right, uh, favorite parts. There might be several candidates. I mean, I'll say the beginning, whenever Hitler Youth Camp was going, and JoJo was there, and he just didn't fit in, and they were kind of just doing drills and stuff. That was funny with him and Hitler. Just showing off the dynamic of their relationship and what's going on in the world, that was awesome. Um, I would say the ending, that's another one. They did it well because you take, like I said earlier, you take a horrible time in history and you're able to inject some fun into it, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, keep it heavy. That's just not something that's easy to do. And it's not easy to make Hitler seem likable. (laughs) No, no. It's it's probably the most hated individual of Earth's existence. Yeah. I think my favorite parts, gosh, pretty much anything with Hitler. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. You Nazi bastard. Right? I'm not ready to say that, that Hitler's character stole the show, but without him in it and without that, this movie wouldn't have been nearly as good. He added he added a lot. He added absolutely. He added quite a bit. Quite and a bit. at the very end, the war was over. And the last time he sees Hitler, Hitler's in his room kind of going crazy and has a gunshot wound through his head. <laughs> and I thought that was a funny touch that they actually put that on him. Mm-hmm. Another very happy ending. Mm-hmm. Most times Hitler would still tell Jojo Jews are bad, you got to get rid of her, stuff like that, but he would be fun. Mm-hmm. and be funny. But there at the end, he was just done. And he was like, you got to stand up and show where your loyalty really lies and try to make him put on a Nazi armband and stuff like that. And Jojo gives a swift kick out the window. Yep. Which was which was nice to see. It was pretty nice. All right, bucket of chicken? Man. I guess um, I'm going to have to give my uh, bucket of chicken to Taika Waititi because he... Did the screenplay, he was a director, and he was Hitler in this movie. So he kind of played a very convincing and funny and likable Hitler. To be able to do that, you got to be talented. I just wonder how hard of a sell that was, because I think most people would shy (laughs) away from something. Yeah, we're going to make Hitler this lovable, likable character, and I think most people would be like, Adolf Hitler? Excuse me? Yeah, Adolf Hitler. No. You got to see it to believe it, I guess. I said, good day, sir. (laughs) This is so hard for me because the kid who played Jojo, his name is Roman Griffin Davis. 
phenomenal actor. He really is. He was fantastic in this. Love that kid. He nailed it. He nailed all the emotions. I've seen a lot of kid actors, Jake Lloyd, who is just terrible and can <laughs> completely ruin a movie. Not that that movie is great anyway, but typically you can see parts of kids in movies and you're just like, yeah, they they didn't do very well there or yeah, a nice try with the fake cry mm-hmm. or come on, man. But he, he hit all the stops. He was great. Yeah, and I had to look it up because I thought, well, maybe he's like one of those 17-year-old kids who yeah. looks like he's 10 or something and just can, can nail it. He's been an actor all his life. No, man, he was like 12 years old when they did this. So very impressive. Very, very impressive. So I want to give it to him. But at the same time, man, Hitler. So you're going to actually, you're ballsy enough to. Imaginary <laughs> Hitler is different than regular Hitler. I would yeah. never give it a bucket of chicken to regular Hitler. This is Hitler light. He's lighthearted. <laughs> He's easygoing for the most part. Hitler light. He's fun. You got to pay three bucks a month for the full trial. He's fun. But damn, JoJo's actor was great too. JoJo was a great character. So here's what I could do. I could give my bucket of chicken to JoJo, and I could give my imaginary bucket of chicken to imaginary Hitler. I dig it. <laughs> will, you, will you accept that? Yes, I'll let you do that, of course. Nice. Score time. 100. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't pick Gladiator. You have no idea if it was Gladiator I'm or not. I'm 100% sure it's Gladiator. 100? Yep, it's Gladiator. <laughs> Either that or Braveheart. You'll never know. I mean, we did talk about side boob and dim light. I know. Like a few episodes ago, so maybe that got it on your mind. And I could have read The Mormon Mothers, and I could have said that part, and you'd have been like, oh, all right, it's about time. But it's still 100% Gladiator. All right. You'll 100% never know. Because I'm not going to tell you. You'll get to it in fucking 10 years, the way you go. I enjoyed this movie from beginning to end. There wasn't a point in it where I was like, oh, gosh, let's let's just get on with it. It was fun. They were able, like I said, to turn a horrible time in history into lighthearted, but also dark. The dark never left, but it was just so counteracted by the funness and light stuff that was going on that it didn't make it seem all that bad to watch, at least. Well, I just think doing that is really hard to do. To take what they took and mash it all together was pretty cool. It was. It was pretty it was very cool. cool. And, and they made it work on a great level. It wasn't 100 for me. I'm 93. I'm good with that. Yeah. As long as you don't give it a fucking B... No, this, <laughs> this, this movie is very deserving this, of A+. Plus. This movie was an A, and I have a feeling this movie is going to be one that the more I think about it, that this movie is going to grow in love. I'll definitely revisit it again. Oh, yeah. I would I'd, watch it again right now if you wanted to. <laughs> I don't know about right now, but I would definitely watch it again. Definitely enjoyable movie. All right, got anything else? I do not. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in to episode number 57 of Movie Muggin. Should this be like season two? Because we just went through a year. Should this be welcome to the first episode in season two? Yeah. Should it? Yeah. Season two sounds like the shit right now to me, like professional. But then like, I don't want to split it like that. I'd rather have 800 episodes than 36 seasons. Yeah. It just popped in my head. So we're going to go ahead and scrap it and just say, hey, this is just episode 57. We're one continuous season. Your favorite season, whether mm-hmm. that be spring or, or fall, or, fall or whatever. We're, fall, uh, fall, fall. We're that season. So uh, until next time, auf Wiedersehen. Oktoberfest. Ich möchte ein weißen Bier, bitte.
When's the last time you took a dump? 